we're live. And welcome to episode 93 of Unsocial Spectators. Hey now. Hello, hello. <laughs> How's it going, man? Uh, this week, we're talking about the movie Hustling from 1975. No, like, it was a TV movie. I found out because when I was researching, I don't know, I guess it just was uh, TV movies back then were a bigger deal, so, but there was like no trailer and stuff for this. So it just showed up on Tubi and had a pretty good cast. So I was curious and picked it. I It was okay. Yeah. It, it's weird to have a movie about the author writing a book about something instead of just doing a movie about what the book was about. You know, like, uh, what do you mean? Well, like the, the the story, the movie follows the reporter, you know, meeting the prostitute and then writing a story about it instead of a movie being about the story she wrote. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. they, they do personify it in every interaction and stuff. But there were a lot of weird moments where the reporter was kind of like, I'm doing good work kind of did you get those moments where she kind of posed and looked back at like I'm good and I'm helping society right <laughs> I it was okay it yeah, just was, it had a weird I mean vibe. it was for a TV movie it was all right I guess but you know it wasn't roots oh no shit yeah I mean fuck that was that was wild but uh, it yeah, the weird thing is in researching this was like uh, Jill Clayburgh, like this was like a breakout role for her playing the prostitute. Like she got she got big time offers and stuff that like weren't her normal roles that she had been doing before. So TV movies had a bigger deal back in the day. They they used to be more like you said, Roots, a perfect example of one that yeah, just stopped out I didn't everything. even think Jill Clayburgh was any good in this. Yeah, she just seemed to be doing like a voice, a bit. Like it wasn't like I didn't feel like she was this person. Even when it got into the serious dramatic stuff, like near the end. Uh, but then, did you notice the Dee Dee, the the prostitute that was kind of like the little sister to Jill Clayburgh's right. character? Uh huh. That was Melanie Mayron. Uh huh. From, uh, do you remember like 30 something? She was in that. She was a big actor in like the 80s and 90s. She's more of a director now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, she was pretty good, but you know, I, I thought the whole thing was kind of flat. Yeah. Yeah. It had a great cast, though. Like, you know, Alex Rocco, Howard Hessman shows up at the end as <laughs> kind of a very small part in the film. Right. Uh, and Burt Young. Uh -huh. You know, this is a uh, pre-Rocky Burt Young. But yeah, nothing really saved it. It was just kind of this, let's, we're going to follow this story of a journalist who's writing about prostitution. So we get to occasionally, occasionally see prostitutes. We don't really see anything other than just the violence. And she just, she likes to state a lot of facts, which was weird too. Like at the beginning, she's like, well, you know, uh, the majority of prostitutes are white. <laughs> you know, like she's just dropping knowledge on them or something. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's a pass. It was weird. You never saw the pimp. You just saw his car. Yeah, yeah. But you do see what they believed pimps look like 
from a TV movie point of view, because you see one guy come in with just the biggest fucking hat I've ever seen. It looked like a joke from I'm going to get you, sucker. Uh, yeah, I used to throw pimp and hoe parties. <laughs> I do remember pimp and hoe parties. Yeah, those were always fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only other thing that I found kind of interesting was like the director of, of this also directed another epic film, Jaws 3, The Revenge, Jaws 3D. Yeah, that was epic. Yeah, definitely epic. <laughs> epic turd uh yeah. and the one and the woman that wrote this or the i guess the woman uh uh gail Sheehy, uh has she wrote some book called passages in 76 which was named one of the 10 most influential books of our time have you ever heard of passages no shelby had i mean you know she works at a bookstore so but she had she knew of her and knew of her uh her work like she's she's done like very famous interviews and stuff but like i guess this was her early journalism score was writing about prostitutes well uh uh maybe i'll give it maybe two stars yeah yeah i'd give it two stars i mean there's there's a few moments it's kind of interesting i love seeing old new york um you know, I think people, Jill Clayberg's uh, not great in it, but it's interesting to see her in this and then probably follow up with some of her later work to see how she improves. Yeah, it was okay. So what else have you been watching? Um, I, I took the advice of Kyle, Kyle Pedia, uh -huh. and watched what he calls the funniest movie ever made. And uh, it's Grandma's Boy. Have you ever watched Grandma's Boy? Uh, no, uh, I'm not a teenager. <laughs> uh, I, I I just remember Kyle telling us that this was the funniest movie. If he ever wants to laugh, he just watches Grandma's Boy. And so I think I can't remember what st streaming service it was on, but I saw it and Shelby and I couldn't figure out anything to watch. So I just hit play. And I was like, you know what? It is pretty funny, but it's it is a product of its time. It's 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 a very strange, got a lot of strange references and stuff in there. But it's uh, a lot of the Adam Sandler crew in the film that made it, and weird, just a lot of weird humor, I would say. So I, I think that's what I kind of enjoy a lot of. Yeah, I I've I, I never seen it, but you know. It, it was one of those movies that came out when I was an adult. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just like, nah, nah, oh. I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's a fun stoner film. It, it's weird because it has uh, it tries to insert like a love story in the middle of it for some reason, you know, for no reason at all. And so that's right. really weird. Uh, but it does have like um, Raymond's mom. I can't remember the actress's name. Uh, the pa Partridge family's mom uh, on there, just you know, smoking weed and doing you know adult jokes. So that's always kind of fun to watch. Uh, but that's uh, uh, we watched True Detective, the first episode of the new. Yeah, season. I thought that was great. 
I dug it. I really dug it. And I think I dug Jodie Foster the most. Oh, like, yeah. Just the little tidbits her character does tells you so much about her. And yeah, yeah and her co-star, she was a, a boxer. Oh, yeah. She's thick. And- and uh, she uh, she has a, a native native uh, roots from I think around Connecticut or something. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it was fun to see what's his name, uh, John Hawks. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck, I forget he, that he's in that because he just looks so different. Yeah, I remember hanging out with him at one of the uh, uh, Dallas International Film Festivals. Oh, cool! You know, What's he, he like? Was a pretty, pretty good guy. Oh man, he he's... and he was uh, fucking awesome in Deadwood too. Yeah, like he's awesome in everything. I mean, anytime I see him in a film, I feel like because he's an underrated actor, I'll just watch it right off the bat. Oh yeah, yeah, he's really good. But yeah, I'm really liking uh, this uh, uh, year of uh, True Detective. It's really fun. Yeah, I, I, the only thing I have a problem with was there's a lot of like time spent just doing these cinematic outdoor shots. That's just kind of like filler. Like that. I guess when you see it, it's like nice, but I guess I got to a point where it's like, okay, we're just kind of filling time here by showing this. It's not, it's great looking, but it's not, it's not doing anything for the story. So let's move along. Uh, Yeah. I think they filmed it in Norway. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Okay. It's cool. I dig it. I, I'm, I just from the first episode and, what has happened and where we see the bodies. I have no idea how, where this is going. No, no. That's why I'm liking it. Like, I don't even. I I think, what does it come out every Monday or something? Is it Monday or Sundays? Um, Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Nothing pulls up. Well, well, it's once a week, so yeah. One of yeah, either but... one of us is right. <laughs> um, so, what else have you been watching? I watched some more great classic humor. I watched Old School, Anchorman, and Tropic Thunder again. I just wanted to watch some classic comedies. Love all those films. Oh, okay. Yeah, for some a long time I really didn't care for Anchorman, and then just kind of got the joke later. Have you ever had a a, a a comedy that was like you didn't really get it, and then later you're like, oh, okay, it's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, Anchorman. I think the humor is just kind of obvious. Yeah, that's well, absurd. Yeah, so really not my thing everyone went crazy and i hadn't seen it and they're like you have to see it it was one of those uh films where i'm like fuck you i'm not gonna see it (laughs) the hype made it not worth it i did the same thing for fight club i said no fuck you i'm not watching it you know Oh, I love but that. eventually I end up watching them and I'm 
always kind of let down because the hype is just overwhelming, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe that was why I was that way about Anchorman, because I guess I watched it and I didn't really buy into all the hype. But then, like, you go back and you miss, like, you know, certain things that are pretty funny. And then, you know, it's very quotable. And uh, it's just real absurd. Like, just everything you see. Uh, oh, my God. The guy that plays Michael Scott. Can't think of his name. Damn, now I have to look it up. Um, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. He does, you know, like, I love Lamp. Like, his absurdist fucking, like, uh, Brick, that's his name. Yeah, he goes, like, Brick killed a guy with a trident. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just, the, just the far out bullshit, you know. I think I just needed that lately. Um, I got to see the new um, Mutant Mayhem, the, t the Turtles animated film. Oh, yeah. That's the fa my favorite thing I saw this week. That was amazing. Like, I love the animation style. Obviously, they, they're kind of like we're uh, st not stealing, but inspired by uh, Into the Spider-Verse and that kind of stuff. Uh, the voices, because they used real teenage kids' voices and went back to the beginning. I just really loved it. It was like the my favorite thing this week. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. And that is, that's pretty much all I've seen. Yeah. Uh, so um, I saw uh, Hard Times from oh, 1975. Yeah. Uh, Charles Bronson. Really, really good film. I've never seen it before. It's a year, it's a year before Rocky and he's a street fighter. And uh, just uh, James Coburn is awesome in that film. Just really, really good movie, man. I totally recommend it. You know, just just pretty fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen it in a long fucking time, but I know I've seen it because I always remember the poster and Bronson. Yeah, yeah. I had a good time watching that. Is there a bad James Coburn film? Man, I, I don't think so. He's just I, so fucking good. I just love the the Flint movies. Yeah. I used to watch those Flint movies when I was a kid. I loved them. Uh, even my ringtone is from that movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just fucking love them. Uh, then I finished watching Godfather of Harlem. I I think that might be the one of the best, one of my top five, or at least top ten TV series of all time. Wow, it's amazing. You need all to time. watch it, dude. Need to watch it. Uh, Forrest Whitaker is amazing. Uh, the guy who plays Malcolm X is intense. And uh, what's his name? Uh, D'Onofrio. Uh, uh, yeah, D'Onofrio. He's, I mean, come on, dude. He is so good in everything he does. He he is, man. Like at, the, He did a performance where he played uh, the guy that created Conan, Robert E. Howard. Uh, uh -huh. I think it's uh, at the end of the 
at the end of the world. It's like a love story between him and this girl uh, in the twenties uh, with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio and uh, Renee. Fuck Zellweger. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't think many people have seen it. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. If, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. So he fucking rules. And he, he like Robert E. Howard would act out the Conan scenes that he was writing. So you see Vincent D'Onofrio trying to be Conan. <laughs> it's just the coolest shit. You know, Renee Zellweger used to be a waitress at the strip club here in town. No shit. I knew she yeah. was a Texas gal. I think she was out of Katy, Texas. Yeah, but she used to waitress at one of the strip clubs. I think the Cabaret or something like that. Cabaret oh. Real or something like that. One of the one of the fancier. Yeah. Club. Well, uh, the place has closed down since then. But yeah, she used to be over there. Uh, then uh, I watched uh, No One Will Save You. Oh, dude. That's so cool, dude. Yeah, I know. Isn't it great? I, I had no idea what it was about. I kind of went in to watch it blind. But goddamn, what a great alien story. It is. It was one of my favorite films of last year. Yeah, yeah. Really, really fucking cool. And, and she just, she has to do all the... She carries the whole movie. Sure, sure. The whole thing uh, is uh, basically the camera following her, the whole film. Yeah, and then just she, she's witnessing the invasion and then also like having to try to just be quiet and escape, but just get to see the moments of them taking over people. Yeah, I don't, I'm, there might be five lines of dialogue through the whole film. Yeah. You know, it's really, really cool. Then she, even watch, when she goes in town and interacts with other people, like before the thing, it's all silence because everybody yeah. fucking hates her. Right. Yeah. Really wild film. Then I watched uh, Time Cop. Oh, Jean Claude. I never seen it before. I really enjoyed it. One it's, of the early uh, comic book movies. Yeah. Totally fun. Had a good time with it. Uh, Van Damme is just... Uh, how many splits in this one, man? <laughs> you know? This is the one you see the most. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. I think it's it's the floor gets electrocuted, and he's in the kitchen, and he jumps up and does splits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just so fucking crazy. Uh, then I uh, watch the, the season of... Uh, Season three of Only Murders in the Building, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, we haven't caught up to that yet. Yeah, definitely worth watching. Uh, then I watched uh, Patriot Games. I'd oh, never dude. seen that. Really, I mean, I mean, Harrison Ford, Jack Ryan. You can't. I mean, just great, great film, man. Just a great film. God, that was 92. Yeah. Has he died yet? No. Then I finished watching Mr. Show. Yes. Just a great show. I mean, come on. The best. <laughs> Do you have a favorite sketch? Uh, Drug Achusas. 
Yes. <laughs> so good. Drug, hands down, Druggachusas. Then this morning, I watched this French film. I never heard of it before, but you have to see it. It's on Max. Okay. It's called Man Bites Dog. It's a black and white French film where this movie crew is doing a documentary and they're following around this serial killer. And they're, they even help him kill people. And it's, it's a comedy, but dude, it, just outrageous. Fucking bonkers movie. Definitely worth watching. Yeah, I've heard of it. I just have never watched it. But yeah, it's on Max. It looks like uh, Criterion has a, a a copy of it. Yeah, just definitely worth checking out. Uh, and that's all I have for this week. Uh, right. Do you have any news? No, I don't. I have one thing. They're re they're making a bill on Ted Four. I'm in. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm in. I, I I love them all. They're I mean, you know, granted you you lose George Carlin along the way, sure. but I think it's those guys are just fun, you know, and uh, they taught the best Gen X lesson is be excellent to each other. Yep. Yeah, so if you want to go hang out down by the Circle K, you can do it <laughs> pretty soon again. And uh, next week, we're going to watch The Domino Principle from 1977. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, it looks good. I was excited. But the, like I said uh, <laughs> before the show, the, the trailer for this is like four minutes. It is so much of the movie <laughs> so yeah I, I already have seen a lot of it and I should have just skipped it and just went into the movie seeing how long it was alright well we'll see everybody next week for the show <laughs> alright see ya